finish it up. It's now time for Mark's Side of the Ring, the pro wrestling podcast where three marks... I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. Discuss pro wrestling like it's real. And now, here's Dick Ford. And Hogan, you big ball son of a bitch, kiss my ass! Joey Vegas. Ah, ah, how about your And Mike Madness. Oh, yeah! Welcome to Mark's side of the ring. As you heard, this is the pro wrestling podcast where three marks talk about the professional wrestling business as if it was real. I'm Ford and I'm joined or sitting directly next to me, uh, puppet uh, Joey Vegas, who won't be saying much tonight, but the man who will be saying, I'm sure, a whole lot of nonsense, nonsensical asinine bullshit the one the only he's in a cave somewhere in illinois madness everything you just listed off is all the languages that i speak and all the multitudes and multitudes of ways that i can come across to you our listeners and that shitty looking puppet over there that's got its mouth open unlike your mother hey Hey, my mother had her mouth open more often she wouldn't have four children um, this I don't think you can get I think you can impregnate people with their mouth through the mouth anymore. I mean, no, you never but, know but, now, nowadays you can actually get pregnant as a man, so true. maybe we can start birthing people by coming down their throat. Yes, well, that was yes, what I was implying was is that if my mother, well, anyway, uh, this is a cute puppet. I, you know, I also don't like how his mouth is always open. Um, um, it's Joey Vegas, he pretty much likes to keep his mouth always but open. But it is, it is Vegas, so yeah. You couldn't have it any other way for the people yeah, that you, go ahead. Maybe you could throw a screenshot on our YouTube. Um, I know we're not doing video yet until 2023, yeah, but possibly you can throw a screenshot of this uh strange looking uh Muppet over here, and uh, it does look creepily like Joey Vegas. It does, and uh, he's even got a they're very you can't see it, but he, he even has a socks hat on. Can you see that? Yep, oh, you can see yeah. that. Yep, there you Absolutely. Go. For the people that um, watch and or listen to uh, Ford and Vegas, a, a true crime podcast that we do on the off weeks that we uh, don't do this show, uh, you saw the same puppet because Vegas also did not show up. That He no-showed us like uh, Scott Hall on a bender. And um, so, Yeah. The Vegas puppet is still sitting here because Vegas is still not. So there he you no go. showed like the ultimate warrior in 1991. There you go. But we do have his ballot. And what ballot are we talking about? Well, we tonight, are talking about the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame ballot, right? You Am got it. Your gimmick. You want me to steal that for you? Yep. Now we, we are job. under the impression. Now, for those of you who are new here or just listening to us for the first time, or maybe you forgot that our one of our first initial prelude episodes last year at around this time in 2021, we did this uh, exact same format here going through this. Uh, and we have all kind of gone through that the WWE Hall of Fame is an, in fact, solid joke at this point so uh we don't need to sit around and crap all over that one we do herald this hall of fame uh way way more uh way more credibility i should say than we do the wwe is that right dick ford yes and why do we because this is voted on by people in the business this is voted on by actual talent who used to and currently wrestle and it's also voted by uh people that write and cover pro wrestling yada 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 so this is a legitimately voted Hall of Fame. It's not a Hall of Fame based upon who Vince McMahon feels like putting in that year. Precisely. So and also, you get to hear our picks. As you know, we are very well respected here in the wrestling uh, industry as uh, podcasters. Yes. And I, you know, I mean, I do write for very popular pro wrestling websites. So, um, you know. I mean, I don't. And have you a met vote you yet. met Doink the Clown. You met yeah. Doink the Clown when you were ten. Yet. I don't have a vote yet, Mister Meltz. But uh, yeah, how was it? Did you get any luck getting Meltzer on the show yet? Uh, no, I have not tried to get Meltzer on the show. I think we need to try. I think 2023, I think your New Year's resolution should be <laughs> to get Dave Meltzer on this show for 15 to 20 minutes. I would love it. Should we talk about our our? Should we talk about 
uh, January 2023 before we get into this or no? Why don't we save that for the end of the show? It's uh, better off to go through the uh, what's coming up. Uh, I'll go through everything we're everything coming up at the end of the show here. Let's just There's dive a plug right into for your... the main event. You want to listen to this whole podcast because we're doing something yeah. in 2023 that we've never done before. And we'll talk about it then. That's right. Sit through this first and let's hear it. We want to hear you too. If you are on Twitter or Instagram at Markside of Ring, after you've listened to this podcast, which will drop shortly after we record here, let us know who you pick in your top uh, picks here for this uh, Hall of Fame ballot. If you can access it, yeah, uh, you got to get it. Site. You could get it. Uh, just Google it. You can get the ballot. We do have it. You can Google it. You can DM us. We'll give it to you, and we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll be putting some polls up on this uh, as well. I hope so. Uh, after the show. I didn't want I to put so. anything prior to the show. I want it, I want it to be released and ready to listen to uh, when we do the the ballots there. We can even read some of that. Uh, when Meltzer does have his final results for this, we will read those, and we might even go ahead and t- take some of the listener uh, ideas and what they thought. So did you uh, get we'll um, all that. Did you have any, do you have the results in front of you about our WCW stable that we did last time? I know you put up a poll. Uh, I do have. I'm those. surprised do you have don't. Have, and, I'm and, surprised you didn't start the show with them because you should be so yeah. braggadocious. I'm feeling. I have a feeling because well, when I, 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 I will, because I, yeah, I know, I know you will. I'm surprised you so didn't I will, start with I will, that tonight. I will. I will review that for you since you brought it up. I didn't want to rub it in. I didn't want to cause any friction here on this show. Well, you're too so, late. Too late. So now you've called me out. So now I'm going to read it. You, the listeners are ready for it. You're ready for it. Here's the review. If you recall last week, we built a stable with using X amount of dollars from a graphic we had. I won't go all the way into it. Dick Ford picked Hulk Hogan, Scott Steiner, Bret Hart, Jeff Jarrett, and Kurt Hennig. Joey Vegas team. picked Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Sid, Jeff Jarrett, and Kurt Hennig. Mr. Madness, that would be me, picked Randy Savage, Bret Hart, Ray Mysterio, Chris Jericho, Dean Malenko, Kurt Hennig, Raven, and the Disco Inferno. And when I took to Instagram and created a poll, 10% voted Dick Ford. 29% voted voted for Joey Vegas. And a solid 61, very smart percentage of people went ahead and voted my stable, which was the largest, most balanced, and the best work rate throughout. Yeah, from there yeah it's definitely was definitely so, the largest stable that would have been like a two or three limo uh yeah outside well, shot you know, there but hey hey the largest stable has the largest following and the, and the victory here so yet yeah. again like most of our polls i win <laughs> yeah. and uh we're gonna keep this going here yeah. so you know right. you did win one poll though we did last earlier this year we did vote and there was a vote and i don't have the exact results but i know you won by a landslide when i put a picture of the three of us up and i said to our listeners which of the three co-hosts here would you punch in the face first yeah. and they wanted to punch you i'm okay with over that everybody and i'm I think okay that with was that. like i think you got a solid 93 percent. that's heel that. heat right there I think Joey That's Vegas got a couple percentage, and I had like one, which was probably somebody just pressed the wrong button. Oh, okay. But, yeah. uh, but that's kind of how that went down. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, all right, that's our that's other vote here. Now, the remainder of the show, I'm going to let you go ahead, Dick Ford, and get this. Uh, inter- I'm not going to steal this gimmick from you because I know you you love this episode. You love this Hall of Fame. You love Dave Meltzer. You love the Wrestling Observer. You are in love with what we're about <laughs> no, to do. I'm in so, lust. I am in, in lust. lust. <laughs> I, I can tell you guys, I'm pretty sure he's printed out a few sheets of this ballot and had sex with it uh, before the episode today. So, so uh, go ahead and let's go. I won't steal your gimmick. Yeah. So uh, let's give you first a little bit uh, a background on this year's voting. So they increased the number of people that you could, a number of wrestlers that you could vote for uh, to 18 Meltzer does say that he feels they'll, they'll revert to 15 later, but this year is 18 because of the additional tag teams that they put on the ballot. And in the non-wrestler category, it used to be you could vote for as many as you want, but this year it's a five-vote maximum. Now, you need 60% of the vote from your region to get in. It's broken down into five regions, and then one category for non-wrestlers. 60% of the vote from your region to get in. If you get 10% or less, you are off the ballot. 
If you are inactive, that would probably mean forever, unless you are modern, in which case you may get a shot on the historical ballot, which is for those who have not been significant stars after 1992. For tag teams, we're looking at the end of their tag team run for a time frame if they are a team that includes a Hall of Famer. If they are a team that doesn't, they are listed when they when the last member of the team had a significant year, which will change next year, however, for 30 years since the team stopped teaming up. If you get 15 years on the ballot, at that point, you need 50% to stay on the ballot or you are eliminated. On this year's ballot, Sergeant Slaughter, who last year got 58%, Enrique Torres, who last year got 52%, and Joey Vegas's pick, Rocky Johnson, who got 20%, all have to get 15, 50% or they will be off of next year's ballot. So Rocky Johnson is not going to make it on next year's ballot. I guarantee it. Slaughter has a very good shot at getting in this year. Torres also has a shot. Johnson will almost surely be eliminated. So, uh, based on last year's balloting, Mystico is 59%, 59.7, so he's three-tenths of a percent away from getting in. Sergeant Slaughter, 58%, Rollerball, Marco, uh, Mark Rocco, 58%, Bobby Davis, 56 Enrique Torres, 52 Kota Ibushi, 52 We'll stop there. So, if you have pulled up or you got from us the ballot, you see that it's separated into five categories, historical performers, uh, modern performers in U.S. and Canada, Japan candidates, Mexico candidates, Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Pacific Island, and South Africa are all in one category, and then you have the non-wrestlers. So it's five in each category maximum, except for modern performers, which is eight because of the addition of the tag teams. I will say this Hall of Fame has more stipulations than Vince Russo running WCW in fucking 2000. Well, again, this is, you know, this, he has these rules. You have to have these kind of rules because wrestlers, you know, very rarely do they actually retire. So you need to come up with parameters and rules. It's not like baseball where you retire and you're like, okay, well, three years after you retire, you're on the ballot or whatever it is. Uh, different ball game, but you also, he also wants it to have uh, an order, which is part of the Wrestling Observer's Hall of Fame's charm. It's these rules and, and regulations. So I do have the Joey Vegas ballot, which we will, I will read his off last. And uh, so I'll start with mine and then you can do yours. Or you know what? We'll we'll go category by category, you and I. How about that? Yeah, that sounds like it'll go. And then I'll read story. his category when we do. Okay, so um, let's start with the the, <laughs> the category which I know that you will be the most versed in, which is the modern performers in U.S. Canada candidates. Um, should I? No, I'm not gonna. I was gonna say, do we give the the we run down the list? But I don't think we should run down each. Category. No, let's not run down the list. It's ex- it's extensive. It's a you want to see very, the, in- yeah. the entire list? You can Google it. Got to get the ballot. We'll get it yeah. to you. Dick Ford will send it to you with no cum stains on it, and you will be able to read it no, from there. It's also in the digital so I think version. the way we'll do it is let's 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 pick it apart, like you said. Let's start where you wanted to start in that category, <clears throat> and let's just go ahead and uh, you know you can maybe state how many you picked from that category first. And then you can go ahead and read them off. Yeah. Well, I'll go, I'll do mine first since I also have to do Vegas's. So um, I picked two from the modern performer US and Canada candidates. Um, and do you want me to give them? Let's hear it. Okay. So I went with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall as my first inductee. And uh, reasons are quite simple. I mean, I know they gave out guaranteed contracts before, you know, Jim Crockett did in the eighties to try to save face and keep guys away from going to McMahon, but Kevin Nash and Scott Hall really revolutionized the modern contract by jumping to WCW and getting the guaranteed 
contract. So uh, outside of that, I mean, multiple time tag champions, you know, all that stuff. But uh, they drew and they drew big and they drew big ratings, big, big ratings. And they were the faces of the NWO. And yeah, there you go. So I went with uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. And then on the other other performer that I chose in this category, Sergeant Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. I did not vote for Slaughter last year, but I voted for Slaughter this year, uh, mainly because the lasting power of the gimmick, a great, talented wrestler, um, especially if you watch his pre-WWF run, Slaughter was tremendous. He's at 58%. I think he gets in this year. So Slaughter has my vote, as well as uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Madness? Okay, very good. I have selected, as you predicted, five from here, as we know that I am more well-versed in the U.S. and Canada wrestling from the old school. So I do agree I have the same two as you, so I won't get too heavily into it, as you just covered the two guys themselves, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, as one inductee, and then Sergeant Slaughter. Of course, the fact that he has the ability to be voted out this year is a travesty. I do believe he has his place in the vast majority of Wrestling Hall of Fames. No, he's getting in. He's getting in. Uh, well, he better. Oh, yeah, he he's getting in. But if, but if he didn't get in, he'd be off the ballot, like you said. Yes, no, but he's definitely getting in. He had 58% fact, last the, year. He's getting in. The fact, right, but the fact that it's taken this long to get yes. him in there, I, I do believe is is unfair. I, I believe he's done more behind the scenes, on camera. He risked his life in, a, in, a, in an angle that we saw in a high-profile WWF, probably his most notable. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, put the man in. And, you know, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, they're going to go in every Hall of Fame based on just being the start of the NWO. I also, from this category, have put in Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, who we recently lost. I've also thrown in the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff. I got those two guys in there. And then, of course, I have an infatuation and fascination with the Von Erich family. Mm. So I have inducted the Von Erichs, Kevin, Carrie, and David in here. And That's I uh, want to wonder why. Did they just not go with the mm. whole Von Erich family and include uh, Mike and Chris and Fritz? Um you know, you think that, that they would go that way, but uh, maybe there's a reason there. I guess these were the three higher profiled guys uh, in the family. The other two did not have the uh, the credibility that these gentlemen got in the industry. So to review, I got the Outsiders. I got Paul Orndorff, Sergeant Slaughter, Devon Eriks, and the Hardy Boys. Dick Ford, you also you also voted for Slaughter last year. I so most certainly did vote for yes. Sergeant Slaughter, and I recall saying that it was unfair that he was not in that year as well. I think he should have already been in. He's I definitely getting in this year. I think. Uh, let's let's hope so. So, and, uh, yeah, Vegas, uh, Vegas's pick. So he went a little different route than you and I. Well, he also has he has Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and he has Slaughter, but also on Vegas's ballot, Tully and Arn with J.J. Dillon, who I voted for last year, did not vote for this year. Same here. And the Steiner Brothers, who, Steiner Brothers. who last year got 40% and could be in trouble. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I don't know. They're they're on the, the tag team-wise. Tough. Yes. Now, the Von Erichs, it's interesting that you chose the Von Erichs. Why um, is that? I, yeah, I... They're in the news a lot lately because they got they got that movie coming out next year. I know. I'm excited for that. Me too. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, uh, the dark side of the ring uh, on them as well. And, you know, just it, it's kind of messed up that you can get so fascinated by so much tragedy. And it's almost as if I'm getting some sort of sick entertainment out of what this family have gone through. But uh, and and if you if you recall, they even lost another son that I didn't mention earlier at six years old, Devon Eriks. So that's a lot of sick, 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 sickness going on there. So does that do it for our U.S. and Canada? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, 
Where are we going next? My, you know, my stupid Zoom. It's weird that it's, it's counting us down like that. That's where we, we might be in trouble. Uh, let's go to uh, historical performers. Historical. Yes, historical performers era candidates. So this is, a lot of this is guys before 92. Let's hear it. So I'll start with Vegas's uh, ballot. Switch it up here. We'll start with Vegas. He went with uh, the British Bulldogs, June Byers, Blackjack Mulligan, Mad Dog, and Butcher Vashon, who just blows blows my mind that Vegas made those picks. Yeah, it's not very much like Joey Vegas. Blows my mind. All right. I went with Adrian Adonis and Jesse Ventura, the East-West connection. I also went with Jack and Jerry Briscoe, because how can you have a Hall of Fame without Jack and Jerry Briscoe? June Byers is also my pick. I also went with the British Bulldogs, Dynamite Kid and Davey Boy Smith. Um, Just uh, incredible runs in New Japan, all Japan. WWF, you name it. I went with Sputnik Monroe. That's right. Sputnik Monroe, who is responsible for ending segregation of blacks and whites who went to the same wrestling shows there in uh, Tennessee. And here's a shocker for a madness. I went with Enrique Torres. I saw that he last year got 52% of the vote, and I wanted to see... What is the story with Enrique Torres? And if you don't know the story, you need to look it up. E-N-R-I-Q-U-E Torres. T-O-R-R-E-S. What a career Enrique Torres had. I highly recommend looking it up. If you don't know who he is, you need to know who he is. And I'm sure he would get your vote for the Hall of Fame once you do. And last but not least... I have seven in this category. I think I was only supposed to have five, right? Yeah, you can only have five. Oh, shit. So you blew it. I blew after, it. After messaging me prior to this, making sure that I didn't. It was the other ball. category where you could have eight, which doesn't make any sense. Well, sir, we're going to have to just go ahead and, and accept what you have today. Ugh. We only may have seven minutes left to record anyways. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I don't know why it's doing that. Well, let's let's bust it out, man. Let's work (laughs) against the clock. Yeah, so, uh, all right. Well, you could take away Adrian Adonis and Jesse Ventura, okay? So I went with Jack and Jerry Briscoe, June Byers, the British Bulldogs, Sputnik Monroe, and Enrique Torres. Because I could only have five, and I didn't follow the fucking rule. No, you go. didn't. I thought it was eight. You know what, though? I don't like to defend you and your lack of eight. patience and your lack of thinking and understanding and comprehension. But, <laughs> it, like I said earlier in the show, Mr. Meltzer has more stipulations here <laughs> than a hardcore yeah. match on a pay-per-view in the year 2000 in WWF. Yeah. So, um, you know, whatever. It gets confusing. It should right, have eight because this category has a bigger list than the than the modern performer one. Well, yeah, exactly. But anyways, here's mine because I'm going to read mine. And uh, I have four here. And I went with the British Bulldogs, the Hart Foundation, Enrique Torres and Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood because anything re- related to Ricky Steamboat belongs in the Hall of Fame of Wrestling in some fashion. I think he is in a t- the top five of all time. So I read here it says uh, there's a new rule here. You can vote for maximum five in specific category except U.S. and Canada historical where because of the addition of so many tag teams to the ballot – you can vote for eight. So I think that is the category where you could vote for eight, not the yeah, modern so, category. Right. So I was so you're, okay. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. So I you're did good. have the Heart Foundation on mine. Even okay, though good. last year, if you recall, I raised a big stink about the Heart Foundation. Yeah, you you had, I remember this now, and you shouldn't have even brought that up because yeah. you had one of the biggest 
most ridiculous forms of uh, how you judged the tag team that was so ridiculous. No, it, even... it wasn't ridiculous because it, it actually has come you up. Said, it no, actually no, no. has come that... up in a Meltzer podcast. Bullshit. Yes, it has. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you how dumb this is. To those listening that don't remember, this guy, Dick Ford, claims that if a uh, tag team breaks up and they both go off onto their own singles careers and suck and get back together as a tag team, that strengthens the tag team. I don't think so at all. It doesn't do anything for that. It just shows that these two guys couldn't go ahead and function out on their own. They had to be delegated. But that's not what I said about the Hart Foundation. It doesn't. But that's not what yes. I said about the Hart Foundation. But I it's said the same. But the Hart Foundation. Said. I said Bret Hart is more known as a singles competitor and had a far better career as a single than he did in the Hart Foundation as a tag team. Well, sure. That but was my that, argument. But, that, but, but my well, yes, and that was a, still a silly argument because not if silly. you think about it, yes, one guy's singles career. Yes, just because he goes off, just because he goes off and has a lot of success, and the other guy one doesn't. of the greatest of all time. <laughs> yes, I understand that. Okay, but that that shouldn't take away from what the tag team was at that time. It doesn't. It's it's they're mutually exclusive. Just because they have one guy from the tag team that goes on and is successful and the other guy doesn't for whatever reason does nothing that doesn't touch yeah. the tag team it no i understand nothing. that argument so this year i'm putting in brett and jim Nightheart, and because i didn't fuck up i'm also putting in adrian adonis and jesse ventura yeah you said that to start off and that's yeah. fair yeah so all right the japan candidates how many you got in that category madness those two not bad. Yeah. I have three. Uh, Vegas has five in that category. We'll start with Joey Vegas. We'll start with Joey Vegas. All right. He went with Kojima and Tenzan. They are, they are a tag team. He went with Hayabusa. He went with Kota Ibushi, Tetsuya Naito, and Akira Tawe and Toshiaki Kawada are his five. What did you do? Uh, me, I went with uh, Hayabusa uh, because I picked him last year. And, you know, that again, the dark side of the ring episode really showed uh, another side to him. And, you know, he was a successful Japanese star and he basically gave up his entire life with one move in the industry to entertain the fans. And uh, to me, that's Hall of Fame worthy. Uh, look, he's not just some backyard guy who 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 broke his neck and was paralyzed because he was trying to jump off of his mom's detached garage onto some <laughs> idiot friend who was higher than a fucking kite on a on a shitty dog fed mattress. Wow. Now he wasn't one of those. He was an actual established, well talented, polished uh, wrestler. And uh, for for where he ended up in that one slip, that one slip that changed his life. I believe he should be placed into this Hall of Fame and this year. I also took uh, Tetsuya Naito in mm. there. And I think I don't have to explain that one really very much due to the high-profile matches this man has had, and I've watched. So uh, I went with, I also picked Tetsuya Naito, and uh, I also voted for Tomohiro Ishii, the track record and the the matches they speak for themselves. Tom, Tom, I know he's never been IWGP Heavyweight Champion. He's never main evented the Wrestle uh, Wrestle Kingdom at the Tokyo Dome. But Tomohiro Ishii is a Hall of Famer, as is Akira Tawe and Toshiaki Kawada, one of the greatest tag teams that ever lived in all Japan. If you're ever on YouTube, you could search AJPW Kings Road King Apostrophe S Road. You'll see the YouTube channel that I run, and you will see that Akira Tawe and Toshiaki Kawada are the greatest goddamn tag team that ever lived. Madness would see that if he'd ever clicked the fucking links that I send him. I clicked the links. Did you watch the match? I watched partials. Yeah, see? Exactly. Right, I get move. interrupted a lot in my home. I live with a lot of people. There's dogs that bark. There's kids that screams. There's wives that nag. It's out of control here, man. I try to start up a 47-minute match you want me to watch. And yet you say you got no fucking time, motherfucker. You're sitting there watching. <laughs> it's so true. It is. It is. It is so true. So, so true. 
All right, so let's do our next category, which will be Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Pacific Islands, Africa, Madness. Let's uh, we'll do Vegas because this is easy. He just voted for Johnny Saint. That's his pick, his only pick. Madness, your picks in that category. You got to update me. Which one are we on? You lo- you Europe, me. Australia, New Zealand, Pacific Islands, and Africa. Oh, I got uh, one vote here for Dominic Danucci. There we go. I think you voted for him last year as well. He's, he's my paisan. He's yeah. got a good track record in the industry. A little <laughs> lesser known. My paisan. Uh, you know, maybe could have been Bruno status at some point with what he was doing there, but didn't get the, uh, the same rub. Yeah. So, yeah, let's do it. Get I voted for uh, Johnny Saint, Rollerball, Mark Rocco, and Big Daddy. Big Daddy needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Stop trying to shortchange Big Daddy. God damn it, voters. People that vote, make it happen. All right. Madness's favorite categories next. Mexico candidates. Madness, this is not, these are not the guys that mow your lawn, okay? These are like luchadors. These are high-class professional athletes. Vegas went with Los Volanos. It's going with the Volanos. Four, three, five, six, seven, one, and two. Uh, I am going with one. That's Mystico. I think he gets in this year. He deserves to get in. Last year, 59.7%. He deserves to get in. Put Mystico in the Hall of Fame. Madness. They're not lawnmowers. They're wrestlers. What do you got? I've got zero from here. There so you I'm go. Gonna, I'm just going to tell you a real quick joke. That's racist. So, so little Pablo was at school, and the teacher said, okay, little Pablo, I need you to use these three colors in a sentence. Pink green and yellow and little pablo he goes the phone you go green green i pick it up he say yellow <laughs> boy that's gonna get us kicked off the air yeah well you know what maybe i'm trying for that <laughs> i already get kicked off the air enough on this fucking show as it is but <laughs> we try to keep that discreet <laughs> What a fucking dick! What a what a dick! What a jag off you are! Yeah. Well, we've it's it's um it's gonna be it's Look, gonna be got, it's gonna be magical. I got Hispanic friends. I got Hispanic uh, family members. Okay, we got. We got Unlike your ballot there for Mexico. Well, um, you know what? We're sorry, guys. Can't you I put Mexico wall. in? I built a wall around my <laughs> Hall of Fame ballot. <laughs> And none of you Mexicans are getting in this year. A hundred foot wall. No, no border security you, is tight around your your we Hall of Fame. We will build a wall. We will build a wall. <laughs> uh, they just keep coming right through. So, the non wrestler candidates, it's five votes maximum. Last year it was unlimited. This year it's only five. It's the maximum you can go. We'll start with Vegas. Boy, what a ballot here for Vegas. What a category here. Jim Johnston, of course. You know he's going to pick that. He's a Vegas is a longtime WWF homer. Uh, Tony Schiavone and Mike Tenay for Vegas's non-wrestler category. Madness, embarrass me mightily. Let's hear yours. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, I went with Mike Tenay. I I do the believe the professor. I mean, he was really great. You know, I was introduced to him as a uh, as the guy that would just come on to WCW programming and call the Luchador uh, matches to t- show you that I'm not fully against Mexicans on this ballot today. That uh, the guy that supported the Mexicans primarily is going to go into the Hall of Fame as a non wrestler for me. Uh, he's been around a bit. I think he's still yeah. doing something, right? No. Where is he at? Is that TNA? Was he last? Was yes, he last? but it's been years. Yeah, it's been has, a while. Well, he anyways, he's been around quite He's happily time. retired Mike, in Las Vegas. Okay, good for yeah. him. This is the longest anyone's talked about Mike Tanay on a podcast in a while. Oh, okay. you're pretty, that's pretty rude. Mike yeah, Tanay is a good guy. He's a professor. He's a I historian. Just, yes, I'm putting him in the Hall of Fame. for. for my, yeah, but you're insulting uh, him on his way in. Ah, we're just ribbing him on the way in. It's a little bit of a haze, man. Come on. You can't haze people anymore. It's 2022. Well, I, I, I can't give him a wedgie over his face because I'm sitting here in True. an office in the middle of uh, nowhere. So, True. okay. True. Uh, I go with Tony Schiavone, Tony Schiavone. Oh, uh, there it is. Yes. 
Mr. Butts in the Seats himself. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. Do you disagree with that? No, no. I just you're 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 picking the classic. You know, you're you're picking the names that a person who watched WWF or WCW would pick. Well, yeah. you know what? Those are the most notable people, and they are the most notable people are who go into the Hall of Fame, not these <laughs> these Johnny Come Latelys he throws on in there that nobody's ever heard of. Who has like four sentences on a Wikipedia page that was written by probably someone with less of an IQ than you. Yeah. So, anyways, well, Tony Schiavone is in there, yeah. you know, just for you know for yeah. what he the the voice. I think I said this last time. He's the goddamn voice of WCW in the hottest time. Of, of their existence a, a promotion in. that a run that lasted three years <laughs> doesn't matter but it was it's not about the length of how long it was look at these other promotions uh, no no i mean i hey, i'm no, just no, no no wait 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 no I'm listen just, this is know. this is another miss this is another you got to think quality okay. over quantity and wcw for three maybe even four years no. was good quality you come on mr wcw 2000 it wasn't four years it was 96 to to 99 way yeah you know what the even even the lesson the more years you go down the more credit it gives to what the company did for that short amount of time they did it in a lesser amount of time so you're right no company no no company has ever done more outside of wwf and wcw and no company no company died faster than wcw it doesn't matter you know what that company did they came in and they just they lit a fire in well, the wrestling it industry took, for it, and it, it the took fire years. couldn't keep going it, because it, when, when it burns that. that hot when it burns that hot it has to go away or else it will just engulf it, its own self it and took, destroy itself it took years essentially it, it took it took years ted ted turner bought wcw like 89 i mean it it didn't get hot till 96 it doesn't it, matter it, if it took that much time. But I'm it just had saying to it up. took a while. It took longer for them to get hot than they remained hot. I'm just That's saying. How, I'm just That's the saying. way things go. That's the way things just, have I'm to go. Just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't take away what was accomplished. I, I, it's not. Line. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm just saying. Nothing. Your you know where ballot, we would be? Where would we be? I want to do. You know what? Your I ballot do an episode. Screams. Uh, wait, listen. <laughs> I want to do an episode where we. <laughs> If something big didn't happen, where would we be right now? But listen to this. If somebody big is on this ballot, they need to go in. If I believe they should go in over somebody else from this category, like, like oh, who else you got? Okay. Well, I also have Jim Johnston. Of course. Because, me, because, <laughs> because he made all yes. of my favorite tunes. Yes, of course. Yes. Or the majority of them. And Jimmy yes. Hart was in a few of those. He was. During one of the hottest times in the industry that we talk about on this show. Correct. The ones that made us marks. You ain't watching Japanese anything if you didn't get engulfed by that that Hulkamania and that lust. <laughs> All right, who else you got? I see the lust in your eyes. Who else you got? During that shit. Who else do you got? It's the luster. Okay, fine. <laughs> And my last one. Are you high right here. now? Go ahead. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay. You know. You must Bob. be high. You have personality tonight. So go ahead. Bob Cottle. Wow. <laughs> you must have Googled. <laughs> Absolutely not. Google. I've, I watched the old shit, the All old right. NWA with him and Jim Ross. And Jim I can't Ross believe was- it. I can't believe you picked Bob Cottle. And Jim Ross has spoken very highly of Bob Cottle. And, and I didn't even pick Bob others- Cottle. Well, that's because you're an idiot. Wow. And yeah. You like so to Bob name you like to in. call people names, don't you? It's kind of like your gimmick. Just, no, just, just you. Just, just you. me? Okay. That's that's the madness coming. You must out love me then. If if I'm the only one you do it to, you must really love me. I like that that puppet next to you has a higher IQ than you. Yeah? This puppet next to me has more charisma than Vegas and you, unless you chuck unless you chomp on some gummies. Oh, please. I'm the most lively, most entertaining one here on this show. I'm the one that keeps things going here while you're sitting there gibbering and jabbering about about some some 1973 women's tag team Japanese match that everyone has to go find on YouTube from Adam User. Is that it? That's it. Bob Caudill will be my final inductee. All right. Here we go. Now a ballot with some actual substance. This is going to suck, folks. Here is my five picks. I did I did the maximum five in the non-wrestler category. I my first choice is Bobby Bruns and Madness. I can see the look on his face right now. Bobby, who? 
Bobby. We talked about him. We talked about him last year. No, we did not talk. I don't think we talked about Bobby Bruns. Yes, we did. Uh, Bobby Bruns is the reason uh, that uh, Ricky Dozan ever existed. He brought Ricky Dozan to Japan. Ricky Dozan then discovered Antonio Inoki and Giant Baba. So without Bobby Bruns, there's no New Japan. There's no All Japan. There's yes. no Noah. There's not even a, there's not even a wrestling this. business in Japan without Bobby Bruns. Did we? He deserves yeah, we to get did. in. Next, Bobby Davis is my next pick. He deserves to get in the Hall of Fame because without Bobby Davis, there's no Bobby Heenan. Do you know where Bobby Heenan got the name Bobby from? He got it from Bobby Davis. Do you know where Bobby Heenan got his shtick from? He got it from Bobby Davis. Without Bobby Davis, there's no Bobby Heenan, who marks like madness would call the greatest color commentator of all time. But if Bobby Davis was so great, why couldn't he have gotten himself over and in a position to be as high as heralded well, look as up when he Bobby was around. Heenan? Look at when he was around. That's why. He was billed as the Elvis Presley of wrestling. Yeah, but but look at what, what what's his time frame? Oh, I don't know his time frame. You're it, supposed to have this. You're the one putting him in the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm not, not supposed asking to do the your question. research. You're asking the questions. You flat out ask me, what's his time frame? You tell me, Mr. You I tell me. That's that's because you don't know. I do you, not know his ex, ex, exact see? time frame. No, exactly. You don't know. I you're do like, not. No, like I'm supposed but to, but I know the history. And I know, you know the that history. Bobby you don't even know the time frame. And I know that Bobby Heenan took his whole stick. The whole basis of history is past time frames. Just like, like you don't even know the time frame when this guy was even active. You're just trying to like Rick Flair took Nature Boy Buddy Rogers' whole gimmick. It's the same principle. Bobby Heenan, and that's okay. That's what people Everything do. Everything takes from something. Everything well, takes Bobby from Davis something, but it's a goddamn originator, okay? Yes, but it is who does the most with it. It gets the no most notoriety. You got to have a little luck, a little persistence. So look at Bobby Davis. Look at Bobby Davis. If you put him over Heenan, I'll tell you that. If you've never heard of Bobby Davis, look him up. But he's getting in, if you ask me. I also voted for Jim Johnston because I knew that the other two guys on this show would also vote for Jim Johnston, and I just wanted to be just like them. And then I voted for George Scott. That's right, George Scott former WWF booker, as well as uh, I believe he did some time in Jim Crockett, NWA. George Scott was a great booker. Underrated. Underrated. Unlike Madness, who is overrated. You see the difference? George Scott, great booker. At least I'm rated. They don't even talk about you. and, And here's my last pick. And if it wasn't for this guy, there'd be no... Tony Schiavone on Madness's ballot. There would be no Monday Night Wars. There would be no WCW Nitro. There'd be none of this without Ted fucking Turner. And Ted Turner, while he never ran a wrestling promotion, he never booked a wrestling promotion. He never had to choose a champion. If it wasn't for Ted Turner... And his loyalty to pro wrestling, they would have sold WCW long before they ever had a chance to hire Hogan. There would have been no NWO. There would have been no boom. It would have been it. Ted Turner belongs in the Hall of Fame. It's fucking asinine that he is not in this Hall of Fame. And it makes me upset. There's we no. Had this- we yes. had this argument. Yes, on, and we're going to have it again, God damn it! Prelude. Last now, year, Turner got 37%. The other 63% of the voters should be fucking embarrassed that they're not voting for Ted Turner. I don't now, care that he didn't book shows. He re- was stubborn. He was, not, he was not in the wrestling industry. Does, he was yeah, in the TV industry. It. He, if it wasn't for him, there would be no no attitude era. We wouldn't he be did, even doing this podcast if it wasn't didn't for Ted Turner. He didn't write any of the creative. He didn't write any creative. He literally just threw money at things. Listen, 
He has, he's a false. TV network guy. Listen, and they all, and the rest of his network wanted him to cancel wrestling 20 years before the, the boom, and he never did. You want to know why? He didn't do, because, no, he yes, was because he was loyal. Spite. He was loyal to the wrestling business because the yes. wrestling business helped him get TBS off the ground. Total, total wrong. He did it because he wanted to fuck with his billionaire buddy, Vince McMahon. And that's how these egos work of these big wigs, these big moggles. They just want to go ahead and go at each other in the highest forms they can. And it was all out of spite. He was just throwing money at there to make Vince McMahon get nervous because he knew his ass was a TV company. He didn't give a shit what the wrestling company did. As long as it took out Vince McMahon, whose livelihood was wrestling, not television. Listen, now, I don't even think Vince McMahon, would you put him in a television Hall of Fame? Listen, yes. He's got the longest running cable television show in the fucking history of TV. How could you not put Vince McMahon in the cable hall of fame? <laughs> it actually doesn't. Yeah, it makes sense. But, <laughs> but at the same time, though, he did. But, you know, he had t- he made TV something because he put something on TV. This guy was a TV guy and just. He took money and and threw it at things. Yes, he but they wanted him. But, for but understand, like in 90, 91, 92, the, when the company the was doing when the company was doing nothing, nothing for business, people were going to him. Ted, we gotta sell this thing. WCW's gotta go, and he was steadfast, and he said no, and he wouldn't sell it, and he kept it. If it's not for that. 95, 94, when they hire home, that never happens in 94. 95 never, 96 never happens. You have no NWO. You have none of that without Ted Turner remaining steadfast and refusing to sell WCW when everybody else wanted him to sell. In fact, if there's no AOL Time Warner merger, we probably still have WCW today. And the only reason why we don't is because Ted accidentally fucked up and merged with AOL. And then AOL came in and they kicked poor Ted to the fucking curb. Now he's got dementia. He can't remember Jane Fonda. And God damn it, he created the Monday Night Wars. Ted Turner. Put him in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> I think you give this guy way too much credit. You're just up this billionaire's ass. But you know what? Much like you, you, you last year we argued about Ultimate Warrior, and you went ahead and then put in Goldberg after that. And you were man enough to realize how silly and foolish that was because yes. it was the same exact character with a few minor tweaks. Yes. So fine. You know what? To stop the arguing, I will let you go and put <laughs> Ted Turner in that Wrestling Hall of Fame. Although I do believe he will not get in. Just because we <laughs> no, won't have that mindset that he was a TV guy. He was not a wrestling guy. He didn't offer anything but time on air. And then the people who did you ignore everything I said or what? How about when the people wanted him to sell WCW when it was making ego. when it wasn't making it's money? Ego. No, he wanted to he wanted to get Vince McMahon. Not, but not in ninety two. In ninety two, it wasn't it wasn't so much yep. Ted Turner versus Vince McMahon in ninety two. It was starting up around then because that's when things started. The jumping of the ship started happening for everybody. You started seeing the WWF guys show up shortly after 92. It was what? 94. Right. 94 was Hogan. Hogan and Savage in 94. Yes. But 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 understand that without WCW, you don't have a Monday Night Wars. You don't have a WCW without Ted Turner. You have to have the network. You have to have the airspace. That, yeah, what, that you what, had to what, have. Well, well, what? How could you disagree with that? I'm not disagreeing. I'm re-evaluating my thought process here because you have to have that. You have to have that airtime available. You have to have somebody in charge of that network to run on Monday nights at the exact same time as the other wrestling show. Whose idea was that? Eric Bischoff. Yeah, and who okayed it? It wasn't even Bischoff's idea. Don't you know the story? Turner says to him, Eric. What do I got to do to What do I got to do to compete with Mr. McMahon? Story? Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
No, I know the fucking story. And then, story. And then yeah, Turner goes. And that's, but that goes back to what I said. He then, wants to compete with Vince McMahon. And Turner that's goes. That's why he was loyal to his company for wrestling. Yes, because he but, wouldn't let it go because he has a, just as big of, if not bigger, ego than Vince McMahon. And he had his little billionaire playground with this guy. And that's what he was doing. He was going after Vince McMahon personally and to fuck with him and scare the shit out of him, which yes, he did. But you understand that Vince McMahon did the same thing to everybody else when he was. Oh yeah, and this is yeah. this is exactly probably why to 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 give him a piece of his own ass. But you're playing them. You're you're now you're almost starting to play. You're sounding like you're starting to play the McMahon sympathy card. And not about what he's recently done. No, no. But I'm saying about Ted Turner going up against Vince McMahon. But it was okay for Vince to put every all the territory. Oh no, I never said that. I never oh, okay, said no, that, I was just I mean, asking. It was always in the rules. No, no. I don't think. I don't know, but I think that, was that better for wrestling in the long run when Vince McMahon went ahead and uh, no, and, and took all the territories. No, it was worse. What would where were we? I mean, we, we won't really know because it was around the same time as when TV was sort of becoming. Vince McMahon didn't. Vince cable. McMahon didn't discover cable, and nor did he discover pay per view. All those things were were happening oh, before his. Yes. yes, I'm aware of that. Yes. But the WWE would have you believe that Vince discovered pay-per-view and no. cable television. Well, the first pay-per-view, I believe, was of wrestling in the U.S. was Starcade 83. It was. Is that correct? Yeah. Close circuit, so, yeah. no, that had nothing to do with Vince. So, anyway, Ted Turner belongs in the goddamn Hall of Fame. And uh, if you disagree with my promo, you can let us know. Um, I didn't pre-write that. It just came off that the top of my head. That was a pretty good promo. I, I think you did well there. That was a good promo you cut. I think we both cut a few good, good ones today yeah. here. Joey, Joey Vegas hasn't because he's sitting there with his mouth open still as a yeah. puppet. Uh, mouth um, open, no words. Classic Vegas. Just like a, a hooker out of the streets of uh, so Santa Monica Boulevard. We will, in madness, if you can, please uh, text me your ballot. Yes, uh, I, I didn't write down your ballot. We'll keep our ballots, and then when we get the results here in the next week or so from from uh, Uncle Dave Meltzer himself, we will look at the ballot, the results, and then we'll see who got the most right. Like you know, who got the most to get in, who was yeah. right. That's what we like I to like. do. That's how I play the game. So, yes, exactly, sir. So that concludes the Hall of Fame balloting. For, for this year? Yeah, I got nothing else. I mean, wow. Ted Turner belongs in. We did pretty good. We made this a two-parter last time. So I'm glad we got it in in one show with one host down too. So, yeah. Uh, well, we didn't stuff. get we didn't go into too much depth of our picks. I, that kind of helped too. Yeah. But, well, you know, a lot of a few of them were repeats from last year, yes. so we didn't have to go ahead and, and, and elaborate as much and a few are, you know, easier to easier to, to, to say than, than yes. Ted Turner. If you're against the British Bulldogs getting into the Hall of Fame, uh, I have this up here. 9.24 is their rating on cage match, which is pretty untouchable when it's out of 10. I mean, Dynamite Kid, you have to admit, is probably one of the better workers we've ever seen. Yeah. And, and not only that, but he also paved the way for a lot of guys. And then uh, lastly, the reason why I flipped on the Heart Foundation, uh, cage match has Heart Foundation a 9.53 rating. So... Um, that that was the the uh, crux of my flipping this year. It's the reason why I flipped. Well, it's good that you can change your mind like that. That's how yeah. we are in the show. See, we, the next year we you'll change, change your mind. Change, next year we change our mind on the show. You know, you change your mind on Goldberg. You change your mind on the Hart Foundation. And next year I, you're going to go. You know what? You're right. Ted Turner does belong in the Hall of Fame. We will find that out. We will I, I almost be willing to guarantee that if somebody's listening to this right now and going in, they would have been like, no, Ted Turner's not. Blind. They heard me. They heard my passion. They heard my words. I flipped someone. I guarantee it. That's one you should clip out, get on a video, and I'll make a reel of it for Instagram. Yeah. And that's how you get noticed. With yeah. Those promos you're cutting. So if you have this videoed, do you? No. <laughs> Well, we blew a good opportunity there. Just have, we just have audio. Yeah, it's fine. We just have audio. All right, so do oh. you want to talk about January real quick and we get the hell out yeah. of here? Well, we do have, before we get to January, we do oh, have shit. a we do have another episode, potentially two, left for the year. Oh, well, yeah, we know that. Well, don't don't bet on two. I know you're really trying to do two, but don't bet on two. All right, well, either way, we're closing it out with... Hopefully the picks the that Meltzer has yep. the, the results. Fame, the results, I should yeah. say. Yes, yeah. yes, the results. 
Uh, hopefully we can read that next. And uh, we're also going to do our very own first annual of many Mark Side of the Ring Hall of Shame. Because we already do the Hall of Fame for Meltzer here, and we kind of can understand, like, what are we going to do? Put together a very obvious Hall of Fame for our show? I mean, it's been no. done. No, yeah, so, we, no. we do the Meltzer So stuff, I figure so. Hall of Shames are out there in small doses. There's no real one out there because everyone's too afraid to have hurt feelings. So we're going to go ahead and build the most uh, authentic, the most elaborate, the most real Hall of Shame. We don't have feelings here, so. We're good. No, no, we don't. But I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna have the rules out for these guys soon. And I'm Along gonna post with your those dick? on yes. Your and I'm gonna out, post yeah. those on Instagram. Uh so y'all are informed of y'all. what the parameters will be. <laughs> I'm thinking that we can do a hall of shame based on not just wrestlers or personalities, moments, but also also instances. Moments. Moments. Better I think than, maybe we do one moments is better than instances. You don't know what I'm saying. I know you're saying moments. That's what you're saying. Well, moments would be more for positive. It's an instance. It's a hall of shame. All you right. You know what I'm saying? Instance sounds like oh, that instance. You know, it sounds bad because it's supposed to be bad. That moment. That's your WrestleMania moment. That <laughs> they force those now, by the way. So, um, anyways, getting into January. Are we doing the Vince Russo month? Yeah, we're we're going to definitely. Yeah, I mean, Vince Russo is is coming on this show. All right, spoiler alert. Confirmed. Confirmed. Very He's good. coming on this show for a half an we hour. Have, we have a date yet set for him. No date. Okay. But if we're gonna do Vince Russo month, I figure Vince Russo comes on at the end of the month. That's kind of like the the capper of the month. I do think we should, if we're doing a month, we should have at least three shows. At least, maybe four. Do, I'll do four. We should do four if we're gonna if we're gonna have the man on the show. I think we should we should do him his honor, Ooh. his do our due diligence, and really roll the red carpet out for him for the show when he gets here. I think we watch. My idea was Russo's four greatest moments of his. Booking career only obviously in WWF and WCW because nobody has the TNA streaming system. So we don't want to do TNA because no one will be able no. to watch along. I think I think we could do that, but if if he's on the air with us, I don't believe we should do the watch along. We're not going to do it that show. Thank you very much. Thank Good. you. Thank Good. you. Good. Just making sure you weren't thinking something foolish and you're going to try to link this guy's sync up. No, because I only I, I only want him here for a half hour. I don't want him here for longer than that. What, what are we going to be able to watch along for a half hour? Nothing. Good. I think it's a good idea. We're just going to shoot the shit for a while and have something. We might have to do five shows then. No, we'll have to do. We'll have to do. No, we'll have to do two events. You've made the announcement. We'll have to do. So two, you have to get the man on the show. We'll have to do two events in one night. Cause I'm not doing five shows, obviously. But uh, yeah, Vince Russo on this show, first ever guest we've ever done. We've ever had. If you have questions that you want to ask Vince Russo. Maybe you tweeted Vince Russo. He hasn't tweeted you back yet. You can ask us. Madness will put up some shit on our social medias. And Yes. Yeah. Now, and please, Dick Ford, this is one that you've announced yeah. this. You put it on the show. This yeah. is going to be out there. Yeah. This is going to be announced on Instagram and Twitter. And from there, you can submit your questions. But you have to make sure you get the man on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just got an email tonight. He's in. Excellent. Yeah, he's in. All I said right. 30 minutes. Say? He goes, I'm in. So he's Wonderful. in. Wonderful. We got it. So Vince right. Russo's going to be here, and we're going to celebrate uh, his birthday because his birthday's in January, and we're going to celebrate his life in uh, the wrestling business. I mean, do they come any more polarizing than Vince Russo? I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> now you want to talk about somebody. Okay. Real quick. And he's going to be on video, by the way. Before we sign off on the air. Yeah. So, like, Vince Russo is a guy that gets a lot of crap in the industry. Yes. Says he's not a wrestling guy. Yep. He's brash. He's egotistical. He's all these things that I said about Ted Turner. But he contributed massively in that hot time frame between WCW and WWE. He was instrumental, this man. WWF. 
excuse me, WWF. They, they've taken the F out of me. Yeah, now. don't insult that era. With I'm the sorry. By calling so WWF. you know what I'm saying with WWF, w- yep. WCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, was there anybody, honestly, is he's on the Mount Rushmore of who put the Attitude Terror together? Correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. And we'll ask him if Ted Turner belongs in the hall. Now, he obviously, Russo, like, you know, kind of dogs Meltzer. But, you know, I'll, I'll bring it up to him in a way where I, I don't call it the Meltzer Hall of Fame. I'll bring it up in a way where I'll say, does Ted Turner belong in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame? Just to, just to get Russo's answer. Yeah, that'd be I, interesting. I, I'd be I willing we to should, bet the answer's yes. I think we should definitely have, I think we, y- y- the three of us need to have a quick discussion before we have them on so we're not diarrheaing out of the mouth. Oh, while I'm, we're doing it's going to be hard to not mark out because I've, I'm a, I am a, a, a long, long, long running Russo fan. And before he was yeah. on the internet, I was the guy who would defend him on the I internet. I think we should. We should come up with some very good, innovative questions for the man. I think you should get it on video. I think we can splice that up and, and yeah, we're definitely gonna there. get it on video. Absolutely. So but I, I definitely don't. I definitely don't pre-write any questions. Everything comes pre- from no. I don't pre-write any interview I've ever done ever. Well, then we'll have to do that uh, from the fans only. <laughs> Not only fans. fans I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I've interviewed. We don't some, have a fans only. I, I've interviewed only some, fans. What do they call it? I keep only fans. With the, only fans. Yeah. That's the one I'm going to sign up for. Yeah. You oh, never mind. You should. You should. Uh, yeah, you should create a profile. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I like to take. Inter- I like to do interviews off the top of my head. No matter who I've interviewed, from doesn't matter who to doesn't matter who. Everything. Comes Rob off the Bartlett. Top. You did an interview with Rob Bartlett. Off the top of my head, Rob Bartlett. Yep. Dick Morris. If you guys are into political stuff, I interviewed him right off the top of my head. The list goes on and on. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't pre-write. So, all right, but Russo's Very coming good. on coming on this show in January. It's a big announcement. It's huge. We're excited about it. Elated, so, yeah. All right, well, madness. If you got nothing else, I got nothing else. Good show. Uh, excited, and hopefully, get the results uh, to read off on the next episode here at Mark's Side of the Ring. All right, for Puppet Vegas. For madness in his cave in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. And for me, your trusted leader, the wise man. And God damn it, put Ted Turner in the Hall of Fame. I'm Ford. And we'll see you guys next time, right here on Mark's side of the ring, the pro wrestling podcast where three Marks talk about pro wrestling like it's real. We'll see you next time. And so, goodbye. <laughs> and good night. Bang!